0: Welcome to PHT in the Morning with your host, Pastor David Miller from the Pentecostal Holiness Tabernacle in Cincinnati, Ohio. Good morning and welcome to another episode of PHT in the Morning with Pastor David Miller. I'm Pastor Miller and will be your host uh, again this morning and I hope that your day has started off well and that you're having a good day already, and that it just gets better. So we, uh, we're so thrilled that you're uh, listening into our podcast uh, session today. And we have something that we want to talk to you about here uh, this morning. And I want to talk to you for a little while about uh, grace. And I guess the title I will use uh, for this session is what is grace? And then secondly, what grace did? So what is grace and what grace did? So, um, we want to, we want to try to, uh, uh, get into the word of God here and look at this and see exactly, uh, what grace has, has done for us and what grace really is. Now, first of all, uh, I'm going to give you some uh, the things I looked up and some of these I already knew and some of them I already thought, but just to look up and see what uh, the dictionaries and things like that says about grace. And I like that. But I think first of all, I'm going to read uh, from the book of Titus chapter number two and verses 11 through 13. So verse 11 says this, For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us, denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing Of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. I think I'll read on another verse or two. It says, Who gave Himself for us in verse 14, that He might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto Himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. Then it said, these things speak and exhort and with all authority and let no man despise thee. These are some powerful verses, I think. And I wanted to read that whole rest of the chapter, but especially 11 through 13. And I'm gonna talk to you like we said, first of all, on what is grace? And uh, firstly, uh, the first one I want to tell you grace is the unmerited favor of God so in other words when it comes to grace you cannot merit it in other words you you can't do anything good that would bring grace it's not by your goodness it's not by good deeds or 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 anything like that. It is God's unmerited favor. That's because that a person might be uh, deeply in sin and long, a long way from the Lord and and some something may have a hold of their life in such a powerful way, like, I don't know, maybe substance abuse. It could be uh, pornography. It could be, I don't even know. There's so many things. Matter of fact, the book of Galatians gives us 17 works of the flesh. So that's a lot. 17 different works of the flesh or sinful things uh, that can be in our flesh. So I don't know exactly what it is, but grace, grace is God's unmerited favor. You may not deserve it and you may not be uh, worthy of it and you certainly couldn't earn it but God's love for you and I God gives his grace and his favor without anything uh, that we could do uh, to cause that grace to be given to us also Secondly, I've got, I've got four here I want to give you. Second one is God's free mercy. So you can't buy it. You can't buy grace. You can't purchase grace. It wouldn't matter how much money you had. You cannot buy the grace of God. Uh, I don't care how much you would give in your church. And I believe in giving Uh, money to the church to keep it supported uh it wouldn't matter how much you gave your pastor and i believe it's a good thing to be a blessing to your pastor but that's not gonna that's not gonna cause the grace of god uh to come to you any quicker so god's mercy or god's grace is free And the Bible tells us many, many places time would fail me in this episode uh, to really get into all of that, but God's grace is free. The Bible even says that come and buy without price. I believe it was Isaiah that said those words. So you can come to Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if you're a rich man, God will save you. It doesn't matter if you're poor, God will save you. You can be poverty stricken and God's grace is still there for you. So thank God for that. And thirdly, here is talking about God's riches at Christ's expense. We're talking about what grace is. So God's riches at Christ's expense. In other words, uh, there was a price to be paid, but Jesus paid that price. You know, I just said, you couldn't buy it. You could not purchase it because it cannot be purchased with money. The What our salvation was purchased with was the precious blood of Jesus Christ that he gave for all of mankind, where he became, as the Bible said, the sacrifice for our sins once and for all. So God's grace came at a very high price, but it came at Jesus Christ's expense. He paid the debt. There used to be a song I sung a lot, and I've heard it quite a bit too. And it just simply says, he paid a debt he did not owe. And I owed a debt I could not pay. So that's another uh, one of the meanings of what grace is. Also, I like this one. This is quick and to the point, but I like it. And it says, grace is everything for nothing. Now, that's pretty plain to the point, but I, I actually really like that meaning. It's everything for nothing. And you know why? The Bible said we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ when we become saved. You know what a joint heir is, don't you? I mean, like, I'll say it in a more simpler term. If you have a joint account with somebody, it doesn't matter if you put in $2 and that person puts in $2 million. If you have a joint account, that money is as much yours as it is theirs. And that's kind of the way the grace of God is. He said, we are joint heirs with him uh, because of God's riches are, are just without end. And thank God for that. So God's grace is everything for nothing. I'm gonna go over these quickly with you again before we move to our next one. So grace is the unmerited favor of God. Grace is God's mercy for free. Grace is the riches of Christ at his expense. And grace is everything for nothing. Thank God for that. I'm glad for the grace of God. The second one I want to talk to you, the second point I have today is what grace did. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a scripture, a couple of scriptures here, and then we'll go into some of the things that grace has done for mankind. Uh, The book of Ephesians, chapter number two, verses eight and nine. And really there's another chapter you could read about that whole chapter if you had the time later on. But chapter two, verse eight says this of the book of Ephesians. For by grace are ye saved, Through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. And the ninth verse says, Not of works, lest any man should boast. So the grace of God, the Bible said, has saved us through faith. And we can't do it. That's what he said. It's not of yourself, but it's God's gift to us. So another thing grace is, is God's gift to mankind. And the reason it can't be done by works, he said, lest any man should boast. So if you're a Christian, I'm so happy that you are today. But I want to tell you this, don't boast because you didn't do it. The grace of God is what done it. Now, I've also got some things here that, what grace has done for us. And I've got five things I want to try to give you here. And I would like to give you the scripture uh, references to each one of these, but I'll probably talk to you about grace for another uh, session or two. But if I went into all of this, it'd probably take a month or so. But the first one is, is grace bought us. It bought us. It purchased us. Do you know that uh, the apostle Paul made a statement like this? He said, "We or I am not my own, but I have been bought with a price." And that's right, friend. We've been purchased uh, by the blood of Jesus. If we're if we're to receive the grace of God, and Another place, he said, those things that I would do, I don't do. And uh, because of the grace of God that's in us. So grace has bought us. In other words, like I said earlier, paid the price for your salvation. Bought, if I can use that term, your and my salvation. The second one is this, grace sought us. So grace bought us and also grace sought us. In other words, when we was lost and uh, away from God, and who knows what condition that some some of us were in. I know there's uh, a lot of folks that listens to this podcast. Uh, some episodes or several hundred that listens to this and more even and grace sought for us so when when I was lost it was the mercy and the grace of God that looked for us and you say well how how do I how do you feel that way pastor well do you remember the very first sin the very first man and woman that was in the Garden of Eden it was Adam and Eve and when they committed sin, The Bible said they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And that voice was saying, Adam, where art thou? And you know what that was? It was God came searching or God sought for Adam after he sinned and fell. God sought for him. So if you are not a Christian, the Lord's seeking for you. He said he came to seek and to save that which was lost. That's what the Bible said. So he's seeking for you today. And uh, the third one is grace brought us. So the grace of God, the Bible said, it bringeth salvation. So the grace of God that bringeth salvation. So that's the third one, grace brings salvation or or brought or brings salvation to you and to I. That's the only way we can receive salvation if the grace of God brings it. Uh, Fourthly, uh, this one here, I love this one. And it said, grace caught us. And I like that. So the grace of God, has caught us. In other words, uh, you could look at, at a man by the name of Apostle Paul. Then his name was Saul. His name was changed later on. And Saul had been breathing out threatenings and slaughters against the church, walking into houses, saluting them and having him uh, put into prison in chains. And one day on the road to Damascus, There was a great light that shined down around him, and he fell to the ground. And when he did, he heard a voice, but saw no man, saying, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And it's hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And then Saul began to ask him, who is it, Lord? Isn't that amazing? Why would he say that, who is it, and then say, Lord? Well, You know what happened? Saul had been persecuting the church, but one day on the the Damascus Road, grace caught up with Saul. And when it caught up with Saul, it changed his name to Paul. We later called him the Apostle Paul, who also uh, wrote uh, 14 out of 26 uh, books of the New Testament, or 27, excuse me, 14 out of 27 books of the New Testament. So, grace caught up with Saul on the road to Damascus. And lastly, grace has taught us. And I read that to you earlier in that, uh, I think it was the ninth verse of Ephesians 2, where it says, it teaches us. So, we know it's the grace of God. Uh, that teaches us and then through when the Holy Ghost comes and we receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost, the Bible said to guide us into all truth and it will teach us. So grace has taught us and if you want to know anything, if you lack wisdom, the Bible said, let him ask of God who giveth liberally to all men and upbraideth not. So if we need teaching, We need to seek uh, the grace of God and, and wisdom from God and grace will teach us. So I'm gonna go back over that again. What did grace do for us? Grace bought us, grace brought us, grace sought us and then grace caught us and then grace taught us. So thank God for God's grace. And uh, I I hope today that you have given yourself to the grace of God that is searching for you today. Well, I have really enjoyed this particular podcast session, and we're going to be doing a couple more uh, sessions on the grace of God And talking to you some more about uh, just like this. So if you've enjoyed this one, and I hope you have, please uh, come back the next time and we will be with you again on PHT in the morning. So God bless you, every one of you, and may the grace of God truly abound in your hearts, one and all. This is Pastor Miller, and I pray you have a great rest of your day.